Project. We got a special guest with us today here at the LA Fit Expo. We're coming to you guys live. Our boy Mike Trotter. Thank you for having me. Fellas. Come on, I'm excited. Baby. I'm excited. Let's do this. So we're gonna go ahead and give you guys a quick little little podcast. Obviously, we're just starting off the podcast and really intrigued and giving you guys as much information as possible. About what is I Am Self Made Project? What does it mean to people? What does it mean for the people, influential people in the industry? Mike Trotter, go ahead. Tell me a little bit about yourself, my man. Well, I started out in the industry like 10 years ago, um, and I've been doing, uh, I teach trainers how to be trainers. Like, that's pretty much what I've dedicated the last 10 years of my life to. And it's not necessarily, I don't teach them the physical stuff. I teach people pretty much how to treat people the right way. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in our industry, most trainers know how to work people out, right? But where they fail is they don't know how to treat somebody right who doesn't necessarily want to be there working out to begin with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So what I've done is I've dedicated the last 10 years of my life to pretty much teaching trainers how to do that. Nice. Yeah. So what big projects do you got coming up next? Well, my, my, my goal right now is to kind of continue to get bigger with that. So what I do is I travel around from state to state and not only teach trainers locally, but now I'm broadening uh, the vision to teach trainers in other areas because I feel like this is something that shouldn't be kept a secret. Not you right, know what right. I mean? And there's, this is something that I feel like there's always going to be a need for in our industry, and uh, I'm dedicated to moving forward with it. And we can vouch for it. We had Mike Trotter at our self-made training facility, corporate headquarters in Temecula. Huge response, positive response. Everybody loved it. And it's one of those things like you're adding value yep. to the system that can easily be devalued by certain standards in the in the industry in itself, right? Yep. Yeah, and that and that's the thing about it, like. At the end of the day, we're all doing jumping jacks and squats and sit-ups. Yeah. Anybody can do that, right? You might call it something different than right, I do. Right. But like like Miguel said, it's about adding value. Yeah. The, the trainer who adds the most value wins. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So, it's, it's always constantly progressing too. It's never basically it's there's not a, a, a right or wrong way of doing it, it's finding that niche for yourself, right? Exactly. Absolutely. And and the way I do it physically may be different than the way you do it physically, but at the end of the day, one thing that has to be the same is that I have to be able to find out what Miss Jones wants to accomplish, right? And more importantly, I have to have the savvy to find out why she wants to do it. Because you guys know on the fitness journey, it ain't easy, right? Even for fitness guys, it's not easy. So for somebody to get off the couch, walk through the intimidating gym doors, there's a deeper reason why they did that, yeah. right? So a trainer should have to have the ability to find out that why, because on the days when it is tough, that's what I'm gonna pull out. When Ms. Jones calls me and says, hey, I'm not coming today, that's what I'm gonna bring up, yeah. you know what I mean? And a lot of trainers miss that concept and wonder why we can't keep clients. Well, you know, I find when when we talk to trainers a lot of times, they feel like they're doing that. Yeah. Right? So then what's the difference between your version of finding the why versus their version of finding the why. What's what's missing? Most trainers' version of finding the why is, I wanna lose weight. I wanna get in shape. Right. That's surface stuff. Just the beginning. I wanna know what's gonna change in your life by you losing this 20 pounds. What's gonna be different for you? What are you gonna be able to do that you can't do currently 20 pounds lighter, right? right? I wanna know that you're gonna be able to keep up with your kids, right? I, I wanna know that um, you got a wedding coming up and you don't want to be the overweight person in the pictures like you were last time. Yep. So now you want to be confident in those pictures. Right. Right. I want to know something deeper, not just I want to lose 20 pounds. You know, it's deeper than that. Always. So you almost got to get to the point of pain or, or emotion. Absolutely. What you're saying. What do you think about it? What's it called? 
personal training, yep. right? Yep. It's a personal relationship, personal development between two individuals, two Absolutely. different individuals, and finding that why yep. is to getting to know them personally. Absolutely. You know, it's not just about the pocketbook, it's not just about looking good or feeling good, there's, there, there's a reason for it. Absolutely, right? and, and you hit the nail on the head with that, like, personal trainers forget the first part of it, personal. Right. Like, if you call me to cancel, it's okay for me to ask you why are you canceling, right? There's no way I should just hang up and say, all right, see you next week. No, you call me to cancel, I need to know why, yep. right? And then if that answer isn't good enough, I should have the confidence to say, you know what? I think you should make it to the appointment today anyway. Yep. Well, not only should you have the confidence, but I think what you're saying is if you if you get to that emotional level, you have the right to ask that. Absolutely. Yep. And you have to. Absolutely. It's not, it's not even a choice, you have to ask that question. But see, the issue is, is that we're scared of rejection as trainers, right? So we'd rather not even ask those questions because we don't want to be turned down, and then that's how we lose at the end of the day, yep. right? The reality is if she's calling to cancel, she's she's already planning on not coming, right? right? So what's the harm in me saying, I think you should? Yep. Best case scenario, she does what? Show up. Worst case, she says no, but she already said no in the first place. Exactly. Right. Yep. And the reality is, is that the first time she calls you to cancel, it's the hardest time for her to call, yep. right? Yep. And yep. then after that, you can't get a hold of her. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it any trainer- acceptable, yep. right? Yeah, any yep. trainer knows that. Like, once that first time happens, all of a sudden it just starts snowballing. Like, oh, I can't make it again today. Oh, you know what? Yep. No. Hey, not coming. Like, it's, it's not even an explanation anymore. And then the trainer blames the client. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not dedicated enough. No, we weren't dedicated enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. I've literally, like, built relationships with people to the point where I've gone to their house, not in a disrespectful way, right. but just showed up like, yo. Hey, hey where you at? Where you, where you been? Right. I haven't seen you in a while. But you know? you know what? I think that's the key word that you just said that a lot of people forget and a lot of people don't think about is relationship. You yep. build yep. a relationship, yep. a literal relationship with people. Absolutely, and that's what that's what this game is about. Like, I tell my guys all the time, a lot of you might be able to give a better workout than me, but the reason that I'm going to maintain people, because signing people up, that's the easy part. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I'm going to retain is because I work on becoming a master at building the relationship. Yeah, right. You know, and that's not just in the session. That's when she's at home during the week, I'm sending her an article that says, hey, this article reminded me of what we were talking about in the session. Right. Take a look at it, and then we'll talk about it next week when you come in. That's awesome. You know, the you know interesting I mean? thing is what you said applies not to just being a personal trainer, it's any any phase of business. There's two parts, right? There's business acquisition, which is either getting a client, getting an athlete, acquiring a, 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 an account, or whatever it is, and then there's keeping it. There's retention. How do you make a person a client for a lifetime versus yep. a month or a week or until they're not motivated anymore? Absolutely. And that comes from the personal relationship. Right. If you don't have that personal relationship, that engagement, they ain't gonna stay. Yep. You know, and at the end of the day, uh, they, they become friends. You know, they become, it's a business relationship but yet also a friendship at the end of the day because you do care for these individuals. Absolutely. They obviously hired you for a reason, right? Yep. Absolutely. So now you're, you're taking that step forward and you're actually getting to know them and really retaining the people and actually really striving right. to, to, to better one your systems, yep. to better their systems as well. Absolutely. You're not only inside of the gym but outside of the gym. Yep. You know, imagine also having that retention, allowing them to commit to you. What other things outside of the fitness industry are they going to be able to commit to? Because now they have that commitment to that one individual that, right. that came across that. We are helping them create habits. Yeah, 100%. Period. Yeah. Right? If you get into the habit of continuing to execute all the time, even yep. when you don't want to, yep. you will do that in other things. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and we know that from our own personal lives. Like, right. like, I think another thing where trainers miss the boat, it's that, okay, 
let's say we are savvy enough to know that we should find out the client's why. The next level is understanding your why, yeah. right? Because dealing with people is a challenging job in itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it can and it can be draining. So where do what I do we tap say into? It can be draining. It is draining. right. It it's is. gonna be. Right? You so, have to be ready for that. Some days you hop out of bed like hell yeah, let's do this. But some days it's like I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. So what are you gonna tap into? to do it anyway, right. you know what I mean? And it's, it's really understanding like, okay, why do I do this? Yeah, I want to help people, but what's in it for me? Right. You know what I mean? What's the deeper reason for me? Absolutely. And something we talked about in our last podcast was, how do you do the shit when you don't want to do it, yep. right? Yep. And how do you take the stuff that you don't want to do and make that something that's a priority for you, yep. right? You have, nothing ever goes, well, let me rephrase that. Let me ask you a question, in your experience, when you set out and plan something, does it ever, ever, ever go as planned? I have absolutely never had a plan <laughs> go exactly the way I planned it, ever. And, that, and that's the same for all business, whether yep. it's training or anything else. And that goes down to not wanting to get, hey, I planned on being fired up to train you, yep. and I'm not today. Exactly. But then still having to bring that fire and intensity yep. and getting ready, yep. right? Because the reality of it is, is they went through whatever they went through to get to the gym and see you, right? Yep. So it doesn't matter what type of personal problems that we got, we, we need to leave it at the door. Right, because that's our time, that's their time. The worst trainer is the trainer that's pouring their problems out on the client, yeah. right? And, and, and you have that in the industry, yeah. and a client won't say they have a problem with it right. until it's time to re-sign, right. and they don't. Yeah. And you wonder why. And you wonder why. Yeah, right. you, you made it about you. The hard part is, I think, where, where that comes from is what you said was you gotta have a personal relationship. And yep. what trainers make the mistake of doing, and I can't say I've never done it before, is, oh, we're, we're friends now, we're buddies. Like, I can tell you about my stuff. Yep. But that's not what they're paying you for. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's still a business. Yep. Your business is to care about that person in their world. Yeah. Yep. The trainer that cares the most and provides the most value wins. And, that, and that's it, at the end of the day. You, you gotta take yourself out of the picture as a trainer. Yep. You know, it has to be about them. Like you said, they're bringing on their their insecurities or their goals to you. Yep. So you putting that on them is only gonna take away from that. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. let's go into this. So obviously, entrepreneurship, you yep. know, that's what we're all about. Yep. For us, the I Am Self Made Projects, 100% entrepreneurship. And even then, if you're not an entrepreneur and an employee, the things that we're, we're, we're trying to uh, educate and teach the individuals, obviously, it, it all starts with the mindset, right? Absolutely. So, with us and the I Am Self Made Project, we're going to ask you, what is self-made to you? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think, before I answer that, I would say 80% of anything is psychology. 100%. And 20% is mechanics. Because I was right. just talking to one of your trainers, and he was like, man, I'm trying to get on your level. And I'm like, dude, you can. You want to know why? Because I'm not really that smart. Yeah. You know, so yeah. if I can do it, you can do it. But the difference is where I excel is I have one hell of a mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really believe that I can do shit that you probably don't think I can do. Yeah. Right. You know, and I really believe that. So answering the question, what, what does self-made mean to you? It's really about doing what you want to do on your terms. Right? And this is what I mean by that, because how many people stay at a job for 20, 30 years that they fucking yep. hate, yep. Yep. right? You hear it all the time, and who wants to live a life like that? You know, I want to do what I want to do on right. my terms, and it just so happens that, that involved, for me, it involves helping trainers become better trainers. Right. So much so that you actually switched gears just recently, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. To pursue that, to, 
to pursue that on a deeper level. Right. right? You switch gears to do something totally, not totally different than what you were doing, but to focus more on yeah. that aspect of what you were doing. And you know? that's and that's and that's something that a lot of people don't understand. Me, me and my boy Mike were just talking about this. It's like in order to get where you want, sometimes you have to give up something. Right. Oh, right? And sometimes giving up that thing may be very hard to let go because the position I was in, truthfully, I could have done it for the rest of my life right. and been good. And people would have probably said like, oh, he did a good job at doing that. Right. But for me, the vision that I have for the things that I want to accomplish, I knew I had to let that thing go in order to get to where I want to be. And you know what? Letting that thing go is going to cause me to struggle for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And now it's like, okay, all the stuff that I preach and I talk about, now it's like, dude, now prove it. Yeah. Because your back's against the wall now, so all that shit you talk about, show it. Yeah. Well, I like that you said that because here's the thing. One of the things we always talk about is being blessed by your setbacks, by your enemies, darkness. by any type of darkness or what people would perceive as darkness. Right. More often than not, that's yeah. your blessing. Yeah. That you, like you pray for something like, God, help me to get to this level. And then all of a sudden some shit happens and yeah. you're like, oh my God, why me? Exactly. But what you don't realize is that's the thing. Yep. That right there was the thing. Yep. And yep. this for you is that thing. The, the, this, is, this is that thing on so many deeper levels that I can't even explain. Like, I think you and I were having this conversation one day. It's like, we pray and ask God for courage, right? right? But then God puts us in a situation where we have to show courage, right. and, and we're like, down. we're freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is that for me right now. Like, it's yeah. time to show and prove, yeah. and I 100% have no doubt that I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, thanks. It, it all starts with yourself yep. at the end of the day, right? And, and we're going through situations in the sense where I personally had to sacrifice a lot to be able to get to where I'm at today. Yep. You know, a lot of my setbacks from childhood to present is what's creating the destiny of self-made or what we're doing as a, a company, as people, as human beings, right? Yep. So for us, those dark times is what's going to set up your destiny. Absolutely. 100%, you know? Yeah. And those ideas of putting yourself in the, against a corner, right? Yep. It's like I always tell people, if, if you're facing a lion and a lion backs you up in a corner, you know, and what are you going to do? You're just going to fold and let him eat you up or you're going to bite that motherfucker back? Right. You're going to fight. Sinker, yeah. yeah. You're going to fight. Fight or fight. Yeah, yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah, man. For me, like, I don't come from a very good area. And you're the same yeah. way. Yeah. And one of my deeper reasons and why I go as hard as I think, and, and I know I can go harder, and that's the thing, you know what I mean? But the reason why is because I never want to go back to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never want to feel that. So when we talk about pain, right. you know, it's like this pain is a certain kind of pain, but the pain of living in the circumstance that I used to, yeah. I'm yeah. not willing to go back no. there. Yeah. You know, so what that means is I have to be willing to do whatever I got to do to make sure that's not the case. Yeah. Like that fear, and that pain is what fuels yep. the next thing. You know? At the end of the day, you never want to go back to that. And that's yeah. what drives us every day. Like us as entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. No one tells you you got to wake up at X. No one tells you you got to make that extra call. No one tells you, hey, you got to provide this type of service yep. to get this type of reward. Yep. You initially have to do it, right? Yeah. I think there's so much value in what you just said. Like, you watch some of these guys in our industry and they talk about how they're fearless yeah. and they're not scared of anything. Right. And I'm like, well, give me the pill that you take yeah. because I wake up scared every, every single day. day. Right? And yeah. it made, for, for a while, it made me feel weird. Like, is something wrong with me that I wake up with this fear? But then I realized the difference is, is that everybody is really scared at yeah. the end of the day. Oh, yeah. It's when, when you get scared, does it cause you to freeze or does it cause you to go? Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm going till I can't go no more. Yep. And that's what, it's, that's what it's about. We actually just talked about this not too long ago. I mean, 
I don't come from a whole lot, right? And so when I stopped being afraid was when I was really comfortable. Like I knew I could do what I could do every day. I knew I could make it work. I knew I'd get by. I was good. Like it was chilling. I I knew how I was comfortable being broke and just knowing how to get by. Yeah. And I wasn't afraid of anything because I had nothing to lose. But now I'm starting to find little bits of success where we were talking about, I said, I don't really think I've accomplished that much necessarily. Right. right? Because my mindset's up here. Yeah. And what he pointed out is, yeah, but whether your mindset's up here or not, you're still here and we're here, yeah. right? But, and to that point, it's like for the first time in my life, I'm afraid of losing that. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I've clawed my way up a little bit yeah. and I'm like, Okay, I don't want to go back down there now. Yeah. I didn't know I was down there, but now I don't want to go back so, down there. So let me ask you guys a question because I watch y'all very closely. Like, I, I, I see your every move, right? right? And what you said was you said there was a point where you were comfortable with being broke. Yeah. What made you get to the point where you realized that there was another level to get to, right? Right. What, 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 what caused you to decide I'm not comfortable with broke? There is more out there and I want to go get it. For me, it was a combination of a couple of things. One, it was it was my wife and my kids, like looking at me, like, is this is this what is this what we're gonna do, right? And so looking at my son, and then looking at my life, and going, okay, if I don't change this, this is what he's gonna see, yep. right? And on the other hand, it was it was that first little bit of success as an entrepreneur yep. when I went out on my own. Like when I stepped into self-made, I was kind of just getting by, yep. right? And then all of a sudden, I started to to see like, oh shit, like yep. I'm actually doing pretty good, yep. and I'm actually pretty good at the. I'm, I'm a little bit better at this than I thought. Got more confidence. And yeah. then all of a sudden, people were like holding me to a higher standard. I was like, you know what? Yep. I, I need to I need to hold myself to an even higher standard yep. than than what I'm used to holding myself to. And then all of a sudden, it was a little bit more, a little bit more. So for me, I would like to say, oh, you know, I woke up one day and decided I wanted to change and, yeah. and be more, uh, be more, uh, more successful, right? Where for my personal transformation, like going from, from the type of person I used to be to being a, a better person or what I feel is a better person, yeah. that, that was the case. But in terms of success, it was it was these little things that kind of proved to me like, all right, bro, like you're kind of selling yourself short. Right. You need to start reaching a little bit higher yeah. and a little bit harder. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just higher, it was higher and harder. Yeah. Because if you want to go higher, you're going to have to pull harder. Yeah. The, hard, the higher you go, the harder it is to go that next level. Absolutely. Even, a, even just a tiny bit. I agree with that. What, yeah. what, what would you say with that, Miguel? Like, what, what, what was the point for you where you were like, yo, I'm taking this thing to a whole Because the things I've seen you do just in the past few months, I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know? It, it's, it's, there's a few times. Um, I come from a real estate background, right? Okay. That my first entrepreneurship, it was at the age of 23. By the time I was 27, 28, I made my first million dollars in real estate, right? And that little bit of taste and that life, going from living out of my car, being abandoned by my parents, completely homeless in high school, to be able to get that, I was like, that taste and that drive created yeah. the, the, the movement, right? Yeah. But it wasn't fulfilling. Yeah. I got into self-made, we created this concept, we see the fulfillment in actually helping other individuals yeah. strive for success, whether it be financially, emotionally, physically, whatever it may be, because yeah. this industry has all those aspects, yeah. right? Getting to be able to understand that now I'm making an impact on people. Don't get me wrong, real estate is making an impact, but they're buying a house. Yeah. It's a completely different aspect. Different type of transaction. We're saving lives. At the end of the day, between my sobriety, between you know my my relationship with my family, relationship with my God, it it, it it allows me to impact a lot more people. And that, through social media, through the podcast, through everything we do, how many people do we impact? If we, if we save one person's <laughs> yeah. life, yeah. we've done our job, right? But now imagine going hundreds and thousands and millions yeah. and allowing other people to understand that 
one's mindset, one individual can change a lot of things. You know, Joe Rogan states it best, be the hero to your own story, right? Yep. So if you have a platform, fucking use it. Absolutely. You know, why be closed behind a door and, and not letting people know what you're able to do? Yep. And taking those negative situations or setbacks and creating something completely amazing and positive. Absolutely. And meeting great people like you guys, you know? We're all like-minded individuals, entrepreneurs, and we're just trying to make a difference, yep. right? Absolutely. Trying to make a difference in personal training, trying to make a difference in, in personal training and self-development, yeah. and same thing with you, you know? So we're all in the same boat. Absolutely. So now at the end of the day, we all have our audiences, and now hopefully we're reaching a lot more people through the podcast and see what we can do. That is the goal. So, so we're gonna close out, and I, I wanna let people know, what is your next moves? Where can they look for you? Where can they find you? How can they follow you? Um, you're, you're an instrumental in the industry, bro. You know, you did amazing things with us over at Self Made, so we want to let people know through our podcast of where they can reach to you and how they can follow you. Yeah, so social media wise, I am at the PT Boss on Instagram. Um, that, that's where I'm at the most, and I actually respond and interact with my followers, and that's, and that's another thing that I think is hilarious. Like, somebody will send me a DM, and I respond, and they're like, oh my oh, God, shit, you responded. Yeah. But you know what that tells you? That shows you how messed up our industry is because Half of the people walking around this room right now, they think they're a fucking celebrity. Yep. And they're really not. Yep. They, they think they're a celebrity to the point where it's like, oh, I see the comments, I see the messages, but I'm not gonna respond. Yep. What? If, yeah. if, if we're here to do what you said we're here to do is make an impact, how, how, how can I not? Right. So that's another, we'll save that story for another right. day, but yeah. Instagram is at the PT Boss, and that's where I'm at the most. So if you ever wanna reach out to me, you can find me there. Awesome. And then we're probably gonna have him as, as a guest speaker at our next academy, which goes live uh, January 13th. So if you have any interest in that, check us out. But we're gonna have him out there because he's the second to none experience across the board. So if you have a I chance to go to one of his seminars or to, to speak with him or even to interact with him on social media, 100% you absolutely have to. I'm not even gonna say you should, you have to. I appreciate that, brother. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. I am Self Made Project. Mike Trotter, Dean Romero, Miguel CEO. We'll catch you guys later.